Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Truth with Susie Ann. And this is your host, Susie Ann. Our topic for today is What's the deal about sacred names? A lot of what we do in the faith is about fitting in and coexisting. The problem with this is that we are called to be set apart. And there is only one truth. And it is against the general consensus. Based on what we know, the Father is referred to as God or Lord, which are just titles. And the Son as Jesus and the people as Israel. Three completely unrelated names. The scripture says in the prior, Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Which means a lot of our social norms originated from heaven, including family names. If this is the case, then where is family correlation between these three names? Where is it? And do we not see that the translators have written the names of the Bible in confusion? Now here's an example. Exhibit A. Psalms 110 verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Exhibit B. Psalms 18 verse 31. For who is God save the Lord? Or who is a rock save our God? Exhibit C. Psalms 113 verses 2 to 3. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Do not mistake it. This happens many times in other parts of the Bible. I just chose the shortest ones. How these are translated, it is bound to confuse the average reader because there is no distinctions made. No names to call on. If the term Lord is a title, then what is the name of the Lord? The word Lord appears 7,836 times in the King's James Version Bible. And guess what? The term is the sacred name for the pagan god Baal. You can literally look it up anywhere. 95% of the world has a god, quote-unquote, And back when Europe was still running things, they used to refer to the rich people as Lord and Lady. So again, I ask, where is the distinction? This replacement in the Bible isn't a modern idea. This is something that happened before, but it has become more widespread and highly accepted than ever before in this modern era. Jeremiah 23 verses 26 to 28 expounds on this. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets? That prophesy lies. Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. 
and he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith Yahuwah. This thing about being lost in translation is a bigger problem than we want to recognize. Yahusha, the Hebrew name of our Messiah, meaning Yah is salvation, was masked many times, so just so we would forget his name. Acts 4 verse 11 to 12 says, This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. While I understand the need for transliteration when it comes to Greek languages because of the lack of an equivalent, with a sacred name such as this, I did not see the need to translate the Greek version of the name to English, when the language didn't share the same complexity and since salvation was of the Jews and not the Greeks. All I can say is that it was really a matter of stubbornness, confusion, and laziness on the part of ancient translators, just as we treat the rest of things mixed up in this religion. Worship days, holidays, laws, etc. We never really try to get to know the Elohai we serve or what he is about deeply, and so we end up with more lies than truths. We get the sacred name from using phonetics, and while there may not have been vowels in the Aramaic language, the fact that our Savior is the son of Elohim, his name would be similar to other Hebrew names. But share his father's name, therefore becoming unique. Psalm 68 verse 4 declares, Sing unto Elohai, sing praises to his name, extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. And that's Psalms 68 verse 4. When you read, you'll see J-A-H because of the alphabet. But if we study the history of the alphabet, J was not always a part of the original English alphabet. J was later on added. So, it would not be this word that you see here, but rather it would be Y-A-H. So, let me read that again. Sing unto Elohai, sing praises to his name, extol him that write it upon the heavens by his name Yah and rejoice before him. John 5 verses 43 says, I am come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. I have realized while looking through a lot of research that even the historians and scholars of the faith take it very lightly that the devil has actually tried to make us forget his name so that we can lose out on salvation and not only our Mashiach's name but his father's name because if you don't know the father's name you'll never be able to figure out the son's name. The scriptures point out obvious things that even the scholars choose to ignore. Philippians 2 verses 9 to 11 
expounds on this. Wherefore Elohai also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Yahusha every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Yahusha Hamashiach is Adon, to the glory of Yahuwah the Father. This name was not given by man, but by the Father himself, and it is different from every other name on earth. There was once a time when information was not privy to the general population. However, in the scripture, it is prophesied that knowledge would increase the nearer we got to the return of the Son of Yah. And Isaiah also revealed this in Isaiah 29 verses 18 and 24. And in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book, and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness. They also that erred in spirit shall come to understanding, and they that murmured shall learn doctrine. Hebrew names, just as many Eastern Asian names, are situated differently from how Western names are situated. English-speaking countries, as well as other European countries, follow the sequence of first name, last name, while Hebrews follow the sequence of last name, first name. So the family name of the Most High is Yah, Yahuwah being the father, Yahusha being the son, and Yasharel, his chosen people. Isaiah 54, sorry, Isaiah 45 verses 4 says, For Jacob my servant's sake, and Yasharel mine elect, I have even called thee by thy name, I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me now moving on to another topic since we're talking about the name we have to talk about immersion as stated before in scripture only one name is able to save us and while some choose to ignore the scripture it doesn't change the fact that yahusha tells us that he is the way the truth and the life no one can reach the father but by him and through him the importance of the name was clearly shown by the disciples. Here's an example. Acts 19 verses 3 to 5 says, And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him. That is on Hamashiach Yahusha. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Adon Yahusha. So yes, we know that there is one Elohai, one faith, and one immersion. But because we know this, we also know that there is only one right way. Because there is only one name in which we can be saved. Many churches are still immersing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Understand this. There are countless fathers, sons, and spirits in the world. But what distinguishes them are their names. We cannot use random titles in immersion and think that we have saved anyone. Or Paul would not have had to re-immerse those believers. 
Paul said it best in 1 Corinthians 8 verses 5 to 6. For though there be that are called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, as there be gods many and lords many, but to us there is but one Yahuwah, the Father, of whom are all things, and we in him, and one Adon Yahusha HaMashiach, by whom are all things, and we by him. While these churches do this, they still use the name of Yahusha in everything. I always ask them, if you believe in the name, why not immerse in the name, since it is so important? They are honestly even more confused than the person that uses the actual name in their immersions. Of course, I do not judge people who use the name Jesus, because we all must start somewhere. But I do implore you to not stop there, but to continue to dig deeper, perfecting the truth. For a time, some things were hidden from the general republic, but Elohai is Elohai, in his infinite mercy and grace, decided to reveal it to all that we know who is our true Elohai and Master. Luke 10 verses 21 declares, In that hour, Yahusha rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Master of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes, even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. Understand, when we first became aware of a person and we want to get their attention, we will refer to them by the first proven name we hear, no matter what it is. Before finding out the name for ourselves through discussion with said individual, However, if we place a level of importance to our developing relationship with this person, automatically we will feel the need and put in the effort to find out as much about them as we can. It is especially endearing to us when we find out information that not many people are privy to. The more we find out about a person is the more we feel like we know them, we feel close to them, and we trust them more with ourselves. Yahuwah is the one who designed creation the way that they all are. Which is why all of us share that similarity when it comes to relationships. We can't behave as if a relationship between the Creator and His creation is any different. Deuteronomy 4 verses 29 explains this. But if from thence thou shalt seek Yahuwah thy Elohai, thou shalt find him. If thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. The Elohai that we serve is very specific down to every last detail. Are we still going to be like the Samaritan woman who thought she knew what she was doing and thought she knew for sure who she was worshipping but didn't have a clue? Yahuwah told us in Exodus 23 verses 13. And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect and make no mention of the name of other gods, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. Christians need to stop their bias and go back to their Jewish roots to truly know that sacred name which is above all names. Because whether we like it or not, our Savior was a Jew by nationality, 
allow ourselves to get into a more intimate relationship with our Messiah as to prevent ourselves from unknowingly committing idolatry. Hosea 2 verses 16 to 17 says, And it shall be at that day, saith Yahuwah, that thou shalt call me Ishi, and shall call me no more Baali. For I will take away the names of Baalim out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. Thank you again for listening. I hope you take this in consideration and put it into practice as soon as we can. Until next time. To check out more of my stuff or to contact me, you can reach me at Facebook at Little Space Kaleidoscope Space Girl or on Instagram at Little underscore Kaleidoscope underscore Girl or on Wattpad at Kaleidoscope the Pen or on my blog on WordPress at Little Kaleidoscope Girl with no spaces. Thank you for tuning in.